Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. That brings us on to Peter Skaronsky. This is who we've got to talk about now because he's your mm-hmm. offensive tackle, number one. And as we just heard, I mean, he's ticking most of the boxes we want from our perfect prospect in this draft. He's, you know, really high up in terms of mirroring his hand usage, moving in space as well. He's got everything except the, the arms. And the problem he's got is that the arms are really on the extreme end of small. You know, even guys who you can think of in in the past who have sort of had that relatively short arm thing and succeeded, most of those guys have longer arms. You know, if you get it up, if, even if you just bump it to 33 inches, that brings in guys like Rashawn Slater or Jared Valdir, like quality left tackles that have had success in the NFL. As soon as you get below 33 you start to run really low on names of successful guys really quickly. And he's 32 and a quarter. So guys with 32 and a half inches that played snaps last year at tackle in the NFL, you have Jackson Carmen, the Cincinnati Bengals, and that was obviously at a backup role. Right. He started his career at guard. You have Patrick McCarry for the Ravens, mm-hmm. and you have Braden Smith for the Indianapolis Colts. That's it. That's the full list. Guys with 32 and a half. And Carmen, I believe, is for 32 and a half. Macari's were shorter. Braden Smith's the one guy where it's like, that's your hope, yeah. right? He has 32 and a quarter inch arms, the exact same as Peter Skaronsky. And he's been great, right? Uh, this past, like, he's been probably a top five to 10 right tackle. If you get Braden Smith's career, that's a first round pick every day, twice on Sundays, that you're paying, you know, a top. 15 pick for a guy like Braden Smith and how productive he's been at tackle position. So I think the fact that we've seen it, it makes you a little hopeful. Now, can he reach the ceiling that some of these other guys can't like, is, is it going to limit him in ways? Like it, will he still probably struggle with pure power rushers, longer guys, the Nick Boses of the world who really come at you with play strength and use that length to use that first Contact advantage, I think so. I I don't foresee him ever turning into what Trent Williams looks like, right? Right. But I do think that the fact that we know there's a guy doing it at a high level with our own length, I wouldn't be too afraid of it. And then if it doesn't work out, I think you'll be an elite guard. So I, I do think that all those put together, the safeness of him compared to the rest of his class is why I'd still go to bat for him as OT1. That last point, I think, is really interesting because that – 
when I started to look at the arm length thing and then sort of looking for comps and guys that have played well over a period of time, two names that jumped out to me when you extend the parameters a little bit are two guys who had 32 and a half inch arms for one of them and then 32 and seven eighths for the other, each of whom I think could have been pretty high quality offensive tackles, but each of whom got kicked inside to guard and became arguably the best player in the NFL at their position. Number one is Marshall Yanda, 32 and a half. And then the other one is Zach Martin, 32 and seven eighths. Both of those guys have shown in their NFL career that they can play offensive tackle. Um, Yanda, yes. I think, could have been could have been a pro ball, all pro right tackle. Zach Martin, maybe not that good, but he's shown he can go out and play right tackle and be fine. So those are two interesting names because both of those guys effectively got kicked inside a guard. Martin was never even a question, and Yanda got moved inside relatively quickly. But I think each of them showed that they probably could have been fine at right tackle. And if that is the kind of career path for Skaronsky or the debate the teams are facing, I think that becomes an interesting discussion of, well, which is better? Like, and, and Quentin Nelson is another guy that sort of muddies this as well. If you're going to be that good at guard, is it worth you starting off a tackle and seeing if you can be decent? Because we've always sort of taken the approach of let the guy fail a tackle first because it's a more valuable position. But guys like Quentin Nelson have shown, and I suspect Yanda and, and Martin would show the same thing, that if you're going to be that freaking good at guard, you are more valuable than, you know, a reasonable right tackle. Like, you, you would need to be a very good offensive tackle for it to still be worth keeping him out there and, and seeing if you can do that. Yeah, I 100% agree with you there that they have to be legitimately, you know, below, like, legitimately a problem at tackle before I'm switching him to guard, just because of the ease of which you can find one and not the other. You know, you can go find competency at guard. You just cannot find that uh, at tackle very easily. And I will say this, Marshall Yanda, if that's, like, what you're getting, he had an 85.5 overall grade at tackle in his career. Right. Like, he was legitimately, like you said, a good tackle. And I think Zach Martin uh, wasn't to that degree, but was competent there. So I, it's limiting, yes, but I think you are cutting yourself off from a super valuable, super, uh, and in my opinion, high floor player if you're just throwing Peter Skaronsky out of the staff class because of his armor. Yeah, I mean, Yanda is the kind of jackpot scenario where obviously he was, I mean, he was arguably the best guard of his generation during his NFL career, but also had enough time at tackle where he proved he could have been a very good right tackle if the Ravens wanted to play him there instead. Like if that was, I mean, that's probably the ceiling of what you can expect for anybody that's in this bucket of undersized arms or, or concerning arm length. Um, this is also where we have to remind people that you're, you're going to find places that say that Joe Thomas had 32-something-inch arms, but when Joe Thomas was on the podcast, he explained that that measurement was a mistake, and actually his arms are significantly longer than that and far more you know, prototypical left tackle numbers. So sadly, what was the best data point to make this argument, if you want to go to bat for a short-arm guy for like a decade, it turns out is just bullshit. Yeah, hard to see a six seven guy having that short arms. Unless you're Aiden Hutchinson. Would have been cool. Would have been cool if he did. Yeah, unless you're Aiden Hutchinson, where somehow his arms are that stuffy. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a weird build. Incredible. Him, actually there were there's a few over the years who had really weird, uh, really oddly short arms at that size. There's a guy in this year's class who uh Gervon Dexter 
got 32 and a quarter inch arms at six, six. <laughs> the, uh, jo- uh, Aiden Hutchinson and, and me have the same length arms and he's eight <laughs> inches taller than I am. It's absurd. That shouldn't be possible. Um, what was I going to say? So for Skaronsky, um, we think he has the ability to play left tackle. There are plays on his tape where you do see the arm length thing show up, like guys get into his chest, just and he just he just flails, like he just can't. You know what I mean? You can't reset yeah. once that happens. Once a guy gets one arm into your chest and he's longer than you are, you're basically a passenger at that point. And all the footwork, all the play strength, all the ability to mirror in the world means nothing because you have no leverage point. Yeah, yeah, you saw that. There's reps against like Lucas Van Ness, where that are like the concerning reps, right? Where it's like Lucas Van Ness, six five, two seventy, thirty four inch arms. That's kind of prototypical. The you know that's what you'll see at the NFL. That's you're worried about, and you saw him just Van Ness bowl him over right. a couple times uh, in their matchup. So that yeah, th- again, it, you just may not get the super high end because there are legitimate weaknesses or legitimate ways you can attack a short arm tackle. Uh, but I will say this. Three years of starting at left tackle. I think one of the biggest things in this tackle class, especially at the top, is inexperience. You have Paris Johnson, the Ohio State tackle, with one year starting at left tackle. You have Roderick Jones from Georgia, one full year as a starter at left tackle. Those are kind of one-two on a lot of people's boards. And so if I'm looking and I'm you know a top 12 team, I'm someone like, you know, whether it's like the Raiders or someone like the Titans who's like, I need that help right now. You know, my offensive line stinks. I need someone to come in and be good. Uh, I think you're looking at his tackle class and you're saying Pierce Gronsky can do that. Whereas these other guys, maybe the transition's a little steeper. The other thing I'll say, and I don't know if this means anything beyond just, you know, circumstance, but when you turned on the combine, when you watched him move around and the, the, the Lycra crap that they had on, he just looks like a guard. Like he, if you freeze framed the picture of the dude and said where does this guy play in the nfl you would say offensive guard you wouldn't say tackle like he's got that kind of body type so it's not just i don't think the short arm thing if you're you just take a look at him you go that guy's definitely a guard at the next level so i think there's a pretty high chance that a team drafts him and he ends up playing guard relatively quickly like maybe they have an acute need to tackle Mm -hmm. and that's where he plays in a pinch year one but like he feels to me like he's going to be a long-term guard 